Good morning. Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope that the podcast finds you well as fitting. Thank you so much for allowing Authentic Conversation with Kim to be a part of your day. We are in the month of July. Thank God. Um, We celebrated the 4th. And I had heard someone, they put out a meme talking about we don't think that, um, they didn't think that we deserve a party. (laughs) I thought it was kind of amusing. And yet, and still we find ourselves thankful um, to be a part, right? To be in existence. It's like the world gives you lemon and you make lemonade kind of thing. And we do the best that we can with what we have. Um, And we thank God. I was thinking of that song, you know, count your blessings and name them one by one. And we can truly say, I know I can truly say that I've been blessed um, multiple, many, so many testimonies of just being blessed. And so I thank God. I got on a podcast to tell y'all what happened. So, I have an old colleague. She's not old, but she's an old colleague, if that makes sense. And she reached out to me on yesterday. And so she called me and she sent me some old videos or videos that we had taken and we was giggling and laughing and stuff like that. And um, she was with a guy. And so the guy that she was with, I asked her, you know, who he was or how long she had been with him or whatever, whatever. And she had told me, he says approximately like two years, right? And so I didn't say, well, what do you say or anything like that? And so she's so she's like she's talking to me and talking to him and talking to me and talking to her and I'm like you're the worst person on the phone but it's okay because I had some time and somehow throughout the course of the conversation here I go and I asked him no I asked did he have a wife right this is my question. So his comment was, why would I have a wife? So my response was, uh, that's not an answer to the question. It's either, yeah, you got a wife, but no, you don't have a wife. And so here we go. Oh, um, I'm separated. Imagine my face. So I'm separated. So, oh, I'm in the process of getting a divorce. And I'm like, you separated and you're getting a divorce. Now, granted, hear me very clearly. Not my monkey, not my tree. However, this is a good person that's a good person in my life. And she's a young, younger girl. And I just had time. And so he's like, oh, yeah, we, um, we, 
we still living together and exactly we still living together and uh he filed for divorce uh first he filed for divorce he been he waiting a year two years right that's what he said then they still living together and what i know about divorce is that you're not supposed to be living together if you're filing for divorce. And you're supposed to be... If you're separated, you're not supposed to be living together. Don't wish it. Don't ask about it. That's just information. You know, he gonna say, oh, we use different addresses. Imagine my face. You're doing too much. So, then... He says something about, well, now from a year, two years of you being separated, now you just in the last few months filed for a divorce and it's non-contestant. Okay, I'm just telling y'all what was told to me. Just listen, I'm just telling y'all what was told to me. So then he says, oh, if he would have left, it would have put her in a struggling situation. That's why he's still in the house. So then I add, oh, because you living on your own and then trying to help support her would have been difficult. Oh, no, I could live on my own. Okay, that's not what I said, but okay. Now, in the process of this, please understand that the phone started, of course, glitching and going in and out and all this other stuff. So I could hardly hear complete sentences and stuff like that. So, you know me, I ascribe that to something else. But anyway, so then I said, well, because we already engaged in this conversation, right? So, but we only going to be engaged as long as the parties want to be engaged in a conversation. So he says, I don't know how it came up. I'm sure I brought it up, but I don't know how I was able to inject this in a conversation. But I talked about him sleeping with his um, wife. And something, and again, it's all glitchy. And then I hear something. I don't know what I hear, but my response is, that's messy. That's nasty. Like you doing too much. So he says, well, I didn't put a gun to her head talking about my colleague. And I'm like, excuse me? And so then he's like, because now he's now he's irritated, right? Why am I explaining myself to you? I said, you're not explaining yourself to me. Yeah, I am, because it was a part of it was, it's just cheaper to stay. So if that's the case, what's changed in my mind? I'm not asking this question. If that's the case, what has changed? And so that conversation was over. And then my colleague got back on the phone. My former colleague got back on the phone. And then she says to me, you know, she'll talk to me later, whatever. And I was like, all right, have a good night, all right, whatever. And then I text her, like, I am really sensitive to that stuff. Like, I'm so sensitive. And, you know, 
I'm okay with being sensitive to it because it keeps me out of harm's way and it keeps me alert in my personal opinion. And again, you know, you go through stuff that you may help other people go through stuff. That's at least what scripture says. And I understand that we're going to make our own decisions. But if we can help somebody, you know, to come to a better decision or to get out certain situations that they got caught up in not even knowing, um, then yay, right? Now... My thoughts about the situation is it does happen. Oh, and he said something about how somebody, I don't know which one it was, that she know his text mess, she got his password, and this, 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 this. And then talking about, oh, why would I be sleeping with my wife? Okay, first of all, that sentence just sounds dumb. What do you mean? Why would you, this your wife, why wouldn't you be sleeping with her? Dumb, dumb, you know what I'm saying? And so... I just, I'm sensitive to it. It's kind of like just disheartening. And I understand that many people, many people have become okay and desensitized to the triangle, to the square, to the octagon, you know, have become very desensitized to that saying it's okay and yet it's still and I thought when I got off the phone thought about all right so you want to hear this girl every three months yelling and screaming at you or bringing it up to your attention that you haven't done what you said you was going to do and if and if you've been rocking with this girl for two years and quote unquote you've been separated for two years all of a sudden yet and still not getting a divorce like who you talking to And when we're in the middle of it or we're involved in it, we can't see. It's like what they say, those rose-colored glasses or your emotions done got already involved or something has been said or, again, there's no character thing, no character developed in you in order for you to be like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? No, thank you. And so I I was just so I was just really like oh my goodness so I got off the phone and I just had to I just said a prayer for everybody involved and then my question always to the individual with the person that you're in a relationship with that you're saying that you're not in a relationship with would they be saying the same thing that you're saying And, of course, when that comes up, it's, oh, I got to go, or I want to talk about it, or why am I explaining myself to you? Because you know this person is very vulnerable, and they caught up, and you don't want them to have somebody that's going to tell them the truth, or give them another option, or, you know, enlighten them to some information and facts. And I said, no, she's a grown woman, so she chose what she chose. And she's doing what she's doing. But it don't mean that you leave them to their own devices because, again, what they're doing is not the best thing for them and for their lives. And once I got off the call, I thought about and I remember that um, she had mentioned it to me. And 
of a year or so ago. She had mentioned him to me or mentioned something about the situation. And so we don't talk all the time or anything like that. And that's why it was a pleasant surprise to hear from her yesterday. Um, but I had sent her one of those comical truth things about, you know, being with a married man. And how you need to let that go, right? And that was about a year or so ago. And don't get me wrong, it may work for her or not. I just know that the outcome is not often what one thinks is going to be. And I think about the fact that what, you know, internally and spiritually and mentally and emotionally, what it does to certain people you have people that can you know make the distinction and separate it and you know they have their ducks in a row and all this other stuff or whatever but you have some people who don't and I'm sensitive to it because again I was a product of being in a marriage whereas there was infidelity you know what I'm saying and again as a wife or as the other person, you don't even have to be married. As somebody who thinks that, I'm going to say this, as somebody who believes or thinks that they're in a monogamous relationship with somebody, and to find out that they're not, or to know that they're not, that's not a good feeling. And why would you want to do that to somebody? Or why would you want... And then my thought to him, too, was, you know, why wouldn't you complete your stuff? I remember a guy... That I bet. nice guy, real nice guy. Um, and I found out he we was cool platonic, but found out that he had been separated for years. And I'm like, so you go through all these other relationships, you're separated, you're going through all these other relationships, and yet still you have some unfinished business. And I don't know what that's about of you know, just being on the fence about whether or not you're going to be with this person or not be with this person or the legality of it. You know what I'm saying? You talk, but you feel the need to be able to go on and do all the things that married people do with other people or all these other things that monogamous couples supposed to do and yet still you're not monogamous. Or again, you appear continuously saying that you're doing something that you're not doing and I'm like ew get out of here so I told her I'm very sensitive I care about her um I said some other stuff too (laughs) oh lord have mercy Jesus I said some other stuff too but I'm like girl like you just totally threw my my evening off with this and Again, you know, people want you to stay isolated in order for you to stay in the lie or stay isolated in order for you to, again, not see the light kind of thing because people know you get mesmerized or, you know, you get involved. So you feel you so deeply involved that you can't get out or, you know, now your your no is so weak because you're isolated and you have no one to encourage you or no one to um, give you insight or no one to pull you out. You understand what I'm saying? Of that. 
you're too young in my mind to be caught up in something that can very well be for decades that you caught up with this individual who's saying something that's never going to do anything. And what is that doing to you on all facets? You understand what I'm saying? So I just had to share that because I was just like, oh my goodness, too much. And it just goes to show that no matter what, it's so much stuff going on. You know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. It's nothing new under the sun. You know, there's going to be people that's going to, you know, creep for the most part. And then again, you want to continue to perpetuate a lie. And we're not doing that. We're not doing that at all. And, you know, and I apologize too, you know, because I, I may have been you know, out of pocket in my questions or whatever. And again, everybody grown, so you're more well, more welcome to say, you know, ma'am, miss, yo, it ain't got nothing to do with you or it ain't none of your business. And basically what he was trying to say, but then I made it my business because that's my colleague. And I wanted, I want to say too, she wanted to make it my business because again, she called and I felt like, you know, you know how somebody calling you, but they on the other, they can't say that they a hostage, but they looking at you like, you know, blinking their eyes, blinking their eyes, like help me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I kind of felt in that. And, you know, so I don't want to, I don't want to throw her away. I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? And again, been there, done that. And so it's like, we just got to do better and not become prey. And that was another thing too. And she was saying that, and I, and I remember and she said that they work together. And I'm like, yo, what is you in these relationships of getting with people that you work with? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, uh-uh, it's too close to home for me personally. You know what I'm saying? And again, you mixing your personal relationship with your livelihood. And again, if one, you know, one goes wrong, the other one suffers kind of thing. Why would you, you know, do that? And that's like 101. 101. No, I get you can have interests, you can, you know, flattering. I know people have work husbands and work wives and all this other stuff. But again, I don't know how we constantly think from after the movies and after the songs and after the stories and after the people's testimonies and all the stuff that transpired that somehow we going to make it, it's going to be different. You know what I'm saying? The same MO, the same characters, the same people, the same uh, hour of the day kind of thing. And then you all of a sudden think that it's going to be different for you. I don't know how we do that. I don't know how we do that. And please, you know, it's a gamble. So don't get me wrong. You know, I'm sure it's some people... You know, the, the the girl that's with my ex-husband now. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure, you know, it done worked out for her. And she feels it done worked out for her. You know what I mean? And, okay, good. Hallelujah. God bless you. You know what I'm saying? But for many, it don't work out. And then again, we don't know what the end of the story is going to be. You know, and people try to tell you, depending on what part of the scenario you play, you know, what the outcome is going to be or what it is. And, you know, 
don't worry about it if you on if you the wife you know or you know you have some people who are in the cheating area and or doing that they don't have their friends and their relatives and some of them don't even know that they're partaking in that. You have some that do know that they're partaking in and they turn a blind eye. You have some people that say, nah, player, you know, that's not the best thing to do and think about this and think about that or whatever, you know. And then you have some people, again, that they don't share that they are being unfaithful or they, you know, have a problem. And that's what I look like. You have a problem. And, you know, I know why have a cake if you can't eat it. I get it. But it's like, I still try to work out. I don't understand what that's saying. Why have, you want your cake and want to eat it too. But why have a cake that you can't eat? So I have to come up with another scenario. But you want to play. Yeah, that's it. You want to play, but you don't want to pay. You understand what I'm saying? Talk about it's cheaper to be. Boy, if you don't get out my face. Ugh. So that was um, that. Um, other than that most recent information, that's the thing, y'all. I'll be just sitting here and just come across my desk. I don't have to go look for nothing. <laughs> it just be sitting right here. I'll be sitting right here. And here we go with the foolishness. And I'm like, ain't nobody got time. And so I just want to encourage us, you know, to value to value ourselves, you know what I'm saying, to value our time, and don't think that, you know, if you play with the devil, if you play in that area, you will get dirty, you know what I'm saying, and it's just, that's just it, it's no, you're not gonna get dirty, you're gonna get dirty, you know what I mean, and so, I just hope, you know, that she'll be able to recover from it, that, you know, she don't waste one tear, don't shed one tear one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what I can I can say in regards to that. And it's interesting because, you know, when we're watching it in somebody else's life, lives, lives, life, somebody else's life, when we're watching it in somebody else's life that is not connected to us as a friend or a family or colleague, somebody that you care about, you know, it's kind of different most of the time in what our response is, right? Oh, she's a home wrecker, she's trifling, she's this, she's that, or whatever. And then when it's somebody close to you, whatever, oh, she's just weak-willed and, you know, she don't really know and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, and I get it. I get it. And for me personally, it's A and B. It's and and both. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, what the goal is, is to get us. And again, men get caught too. Don't get me wrong. Men get caught too in these um, scenarios and these uh, different kind of relationships. Not as often as women, I think, but they still get caught. Um, and the goal would be, you know, one is to not get caught, to safeguard ourselves, to know our value and worth. I don't think that is, you have to share a, a, a person. I don't think that you should have to, and I don't think that you have to. I think that fidelity and, you know, honesty and monogamy is a personal choice. 
And I think that we know that when we deal with people, whether or not they're going to be monogamous or not, you know, even in something happens that shows, you know, of course, in the inception, everybody monogamous, right? Unless you do have some people now to say, yo, this is what I do. You with it or you not with it kind of thing or whatever. Or they come in with a little fabrication of what they do and they make it seem like it ain't as bad it's not that serious oh it's not a big deal or whatever whatever you get caught up but at some point within the time that you've been with this individual you can readily identify whether or not they're being monogamous and i'm not just talking about copulation i'm talking about their focus their their interest you know what i'm saying their time all of that stuff that they want to Proposed to you, you know whether or not it's just you and them. You understand what I'm saying? You know whether or not. And at the time when you find out that it's not, then that has to be addressed. And don't let somebody gloss over. Don't let somebody gloss over the fact that you're not the only one. Don't let somebody gloss over the fact that, okay, I'm unable to be committed to you. Don't let somebody gloss over the fact that, okay, um, my my self-interest is more important than my interest in you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we don't, we're not going to gloss over that. And, again, older, you know, a little bit, a little, just a little bit wiser. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. And so, I'm like, nah, player, we're not doing none of that. Uh-uh. And so, I do. I pray for her. And it's so interesting because I was telling somebody something and I was like, you know, I was asking somebody, I shared something with somebody and I was like, pray, you know, and they were like, oh, um, I asked, not asked them to pray. I said that I had told somebody else to ask them to pray about it. Right. And they was like, well, you ain't got to ask nobody to pray about it. Da, 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 da. And went through this whole soliloquy about it and I was like I don't think that we really understand the potent the potence and the power of prayer right and again you know there's so many different scenarios of you know praying and how one prays and you know how to acknowledge a situation or how to ask God to move in your life or move upon your life or move upon somebody's life in a situation because again we do have free will again you know God is he's huge he's enormous you know in my thoughts and your thoughts right and again we're still trying to figure out all the dynamics and how stuff work but what I will say, as again, as a testimony and as a living witness, I do truly stand in the place of prayer works. And again, someone said, and I read this too, like, it may not change the situation, but it will change the person, right? If they're praying, it will change you. It changes me because now, you know, we become these people who, Lord, I recognize that if you don't do it, it won't get done. If you don't help, if you don't intervene on my behalf, if you don't 
intervene on their behalf? How many times have we heard where people have circumvented certain incidences, incidences in certain situations and circumstances because somebody was praying for them? Or how many times have we heard, you know, you're living on your grandma prayers or grandpa prayers? You know, how many times have we heard of just angels just showing up and intervening in people's lives and how thankful we are, you know, because of our safety or because of the things that we accomplish in life or because again you know even if it was a quiet prayer because it was sincere because you know you reached out as quote unquote people say to the universe so you had positive energy however you want to ascribe it we know that it came from in you to ask outside of you beyond you for something good for for help, for um, restoration, you know, for love, for care, you know what I'm saying, for it to be different, for it to be fixed, for it to be corrected, you know what I'm saying, for even for you to be, you know, forgiven and accepted in the midst of all the stuff that's going on. And I believe that those are elements of prayer. And so, you know, I don't say it loosely or whatever. I think one time I even said, you know, it's just having a conversation with God, right? Or having a conversation, as you would say, with the universe. Or you're having a conversation within yourself, you know, wanting to be this better person, wanting to be understood, wanting to understand, wanting the hurt to stop, wanting the pain to stop, you know, wanting things to be different because something in you or something in me, something in us knows that, you know, life is supposed to be a particular way. And even when there is devastation, even when, you know, it's dark, we do understand that, you know, it could be fixed, right? It can be better. It can, you know, the light will shine at some point and that's what you ask for, right? That's what you pray. I read the book of Psalms often and even in reading it over the years and you read it, you know, it's always about a part of it because there's divisions, right? You have five divisions of Psalms. But I want to say in maybe the first three divisions, there is this call or cry, and songs, Psalms is um, considered to be classified with music. But it's this, it's this cry out, it's this singing out, it's this, you know, uh, help me, free me, deliver me, <laughs> forgive me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, show yourself kind of thing. And I, you know, I'm always mindful that even if you read from the old to the the from the old to the new, you see this dichotomy of good and evil constantly. You know, you see the war. You know what I'm saying? Um, you see the call for peace. You see, you know, the instructions for life, the direction, the commands. You know, you see that and. Even again, if you never ascribe to the Bible as being biblically sound and truth and stuff like that, we we deal with that in our regular lives. In our regular lives, I think about, you know, the children on the playground, you know, that 
they're young and they deal with stuff that adults do. I'd be like, okay, how is this even a thing right now? Like, why y'all not playing with chalk and puts and pencils? But they are arguing and yelling and screaming and angry and has some stuff that they have to be able to address at a young age so it doesn't overtake them as they get older. Because a lot of the stuff that adults are dealing with is because somebody or they didn't or something happened that they weren't able to address and deal with is growing up. And so now that we know a little more, we do better and we aim to do better. And I believe that prayer is an essential part of that. And even if you don't pray, know that somebody, somebody is praying for you. You know, and I think too, it doesn't necessarily have to even be words. I know it's times that your, your mouth, you see situations, y'all, I see stuff, and I don't have no words for it, as lo- as loquacious as I've been told I am. <laughs> and it's sometimes you just, you ain't even got no words, like your heart is speaking. You know what I'm saying? Your emotions are speaking. Your mind is speaking. You don't even have to, you know, vocalize anything and I would want to say that somewhere there's a guy and I want to say that he hears that he he knows that and if we just take some time and be real still and quiet ourselves we can say thank you thank you Lord for how you brought me through some stuff Thank you, Lord, for how you did not allow some stuff to take over. That there was somebody who told me the truth. That there was somebody who was fighting for me, who cared enough to be honest with me, to say, no, that's not good. Like, nah, we not doing that. That... Somehow one day, God, I I said something and you was kind enough to honor that. Please do not get me wrong. I understand and I get how there's a lot going on with people. Because we are the ones, humanity, we are the ones who have made this. And so it's a lot going on with us. But I don't want us to discount or stop believing and praying and asking and seeking and knocking. For it says that if we ask, it shall be given. If we seek, we shall find. If we knock, the door shall be open. And in whatever capacity. For us, for me, I know it's in Jesus' name that we do those things. But we do. We ask for people, for for us. Because we need help. And so, my colleague, my peoples, you know what I'm saying? I get how we make decisions. Sometimes we find ourselves in 
real hard places because of our own personal decisions and our own personal desires or, you know, manipulation or duress or whatever. It could be a number of different reasons. Somebody just caught up. I'll never forget, you know, most of the girls that I grew up with, or some, I'm not going to say most, some, or many, was introduced to really hard drugs by somebody that they knew or at a party or try this or try that or whatever. And I sit here like nothing. It's not like, oh, Kim was so smart. Or she just knew better or whatever. I I have to say, I know somebody prayed for me. I know it's nothing but the mercy and the grace, hallelujah, of God and a holy angel and something just timing or whatever and his leader and God in hands. And that could go for so many other things that have transpired. And yeah, you would say, well, why me and not her? Why her not me or whatever? I don't know. But I will say I'm thankful and I count my blessings. And, you know, many of them have been delivered. Many of them have to had, had had to go through it in order to get to the other side, and that's their testimony. But we have to be mindful of how we play in people's lives. Y'all know that's my big thing. Don't do it. We have to be mindful of people that's caught up in things that they just have a difficult time getting out because my mother I say this all the time mommy say oh it's easy to say hello and it's hard it's heck to say goodbye I'm sitting here some days and I'm just like why is this even a thing anymore like why are you ill like get out of here <laughs> like from one simple hi how you doing that you thought was so innocent. Hi. Oh, here's my number. And now years later, you rolling your eyes like, oh my goodness. And hallelujah, thank God. Thank you, Lord. I say no regrets. And we continue to go through we continue to go through so i'm hoping that you guys are enjoying the month of july i pray that you continue to enjoy the month of july enjoy your summer be safe remember that these children are out here on these streets because it's summertime so let's just be alert and mindful of them um I want to encourage us try to read a book or something for the summer. Just one. It ain't got to be a whole. Just encourage you just to read the book for the summer. Um, I don't know if I talked about it. Let me see what I'm, I don't know if I talked about it. 
Yeah, I'll do it another time. Imagine my face. Have a good day.